Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, Jeff Cohn here again with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders and broker owners from across the country. We have a great guest today coming to us from Arizona, Mr. Randy Courtney. He got into the business in 1986. I was born in 81, Randy. So you have a lot to share with us today. I'm super excited Uh, to hear about your journey. And I know off record, yep. We were talking a little bit about kind of what got you to where you are now. Would love for you to share with the listeners so they have context, all of the different things that you've done leading up to this point. You bet. Um, Actually, you know, when I got in the business, I started with Merrill Lynch Realty back when they they had a division. I soon realized that I had to get with a company with top producers. There was a new company that came to town at that time. It was called Remax. (laughs) And so I was with them for 16 (laughs) years, helped build that brokerage. And uh, from there, then I I owned, uh, I I bought a home investor franchise with We Buy Ugly Homes. We did that when I bought that. Remax fired me. I got my broker's license back in 95. So, you know, I, I just went independent. And and so we had the retail side and the the uh, discount buy side. So we had 100 billboards, TV, radio, buying hundreds of homes a year about, for about four years. Um, slightly before, about six, eight months before the market imploded, I sold that franchise, had investors lined up for it. Great sold for a premium. <laughs> it was. It was a blessing. Yep. And but I did not want to own a home buying franchise on the way down. <laughs> it's it's a lot tougher to predict where that number is. But then from there, about three years ago, I got a call, a knock on the door from Weikert, and of course, uh, largest corporate relocation company. Uh, it actually helped me build the team. Uh, I had about eight agents. I've got 24 agents now, and our goal is to go uh, selectively go to about 35 to 40. Okay. Awesome. So that's where we are. Um, I'm still in the, in the trenches uh, every day, along with my agents uh, producing and, uh, you know, just trying to get better. We're trying to, to provide true service and representation for our clients. That's where it all starts. Awesome. So a lot of our audience members, as you probably know, are team leaders or broker owners themselves. And I think there's a lot of buzz right now about all of the disruptor companies that are coming into the industry or already are in the industry, um, especially in the bigger cities. Um, As a broker owner, going into the next decade, uh, how are we going to, do you feel, how are we going to continue to retain our top talent and provide the best value to the consumer? Well, you know, I think that uh, everything's changed. You know, when I got in the business, uh, the MLS was in a, a phone book. And, of course, today, you know, everything starts online. Um, about a year ago, I, I met with uh, uh, the then uh, uh, CEO of Zillow, uh, Spencer Raskoff, and that's where, you know, their numbers were, hey, three, only 3% of us do more than 25 deals in a year. So that means, you know, the level of professionalism, obviously, and the level of production per agent is, is just pathetically low. Uh, like 6.8 deals in Phoenix metro market for the average agent. So, mm-hmm. you know, with that uh, and knowing that technology is really at the, at the, at the heart of, of exposing your listings uh, properly and being a featured broker on all the different websites and paying their extortion fees. I mean, to get our own leads, we have to pay them every month 
to get our own leads. And when we are on the pulse and we have an ISA or, or you know, someone there at the, at the helm, when we get a live transfer or a, someone clicks that button, we're there answering that phone within a minute. And so that's the key is, is responding. But as far as team building, we are looking for agents that want our culture. They want to be held accountable. They want to be trained, and they want to, you know, be in an environment where they have full access to me, uh, to my uh, transaction manager, to my trainer, recruiter, you know, at any time. So a lot of our agents are with us because of, well, some of the leads that they get to to assist their business and for the, the coaching and accountability. I love what you're saying. I totally subscribe to that mindset. It's funny when we're recruiting, if I have an agent ask me directly, what's your commission split? I say the same thing I say to a seller that asks me that question. I say, you're asking the wrong questions. You should be asking me with me, how much more money are you going to make and how less of time with how less of energy. And so culture, lead gen, accountability, goal setting, career visioning, all of that stuff. I think that's going to be required going in, you know, to this next decade if we want to continue to grow. Absolutely. And a hundred percent of nothing is nothing. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those exactly. things where, you know, you know, if you really know, I, it's like when I made the switch, uh, to a hundred percent shop and I, I soon realized that I was still on a split because I still had monthly cost. you know? And so it, it when, when the agent prospect walks into the office and says, and the first question is, what is your split? It's like, well, so you're on, <laughs> you're on, page 10, I'm on page one. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to get there, but let me explain the, the value and the features that we bring to the table, all the things that we, all the tools that we have, that we have, that will promote your business and build your business within our business. Yep. Omaha's elite real estate group that I run in Omaha, Nebraska went from 70 to over 700 real estate sides in six years. And I believe wow. it was fully in part that our focus wasn't on finding rockstar agents doing 50 plus deals, which every broker owner dreams about. I said, I came up with the idea, flipped it upside down and said, what if we took that 6.7 deals a year agent, your average agent in the country, I think right now, based on NAR, um, is like seven deals, maybe nine deals, depending on where you're maybe, located. Maybe. And I said, what if yeah. you took that agent that's making 18 grand to 30 grand a year and you just help them double their sales in 12 months and then you help them do it again. And you provided them the vehicle that allowed them to make the income they needed to make to be able to live and lead the life of their dreams. And that's exactly what you're talking about. So let's get into a few things, Randy, as far as uh, the culture is concerned, where you guys are, what are some of the, you talked about accountability and you talked about culture yes. and lead generation. Um, Go into depth a little bit more on that. First, let's start with culture. What are some of the things maybe that are outside of the box that you guys are doing right now to help with your company culture? Well, what we do is we have uh, ongoing training, um, uh, weekly training. Our our trainer, uh, uh, Jeanette, basically has a schedule for that. And so for the agents that actually, you know, want to improve a certain skill as far as, uh, you know, open houses, uh, lead gen, uh, lead follow-up, you know, door knocking, whatever it is, yeah, she's training on that. And the agents, no matter what stage of their, their career they are, you know, we've, I, some of our agents we've had for 12 years and, and they, they're still coming back for the training. Um, what we're trying to, we also have some, some uh, mentorships, you know, where a new agent can just kind of ride along and absorb and, and say, hey, here, here's the system. You plug it in and you execute your calendar and then you you become accountable to that calendar 
And then what we do is we have an accountability program that every week they report their numbers. And then we post the numbers for everybody to see. So all the team sees it. Crazy it's like, idea, okay, right? <laughs> but it's, it's lacking in our industry. Accountability it is, is pathetic. It's like, oh, you want to uh, fog a mirror yep. and you want to join our brokerage? Hey, come. And there's a little slight, small monthly fee, and I'll get thousands of agents, and I'll just I'll work, work this. But, you know, what yep. we're, we're after is an agent that actually steps up and says, okay, I understand I'm an independent contractor, but I want to produce. And I need that guidance, and I need the training, yep. and I need that accountability to kick me in the pants and say, get yep. out of bed, get dressed, get ready, and get going. Randy, I couldn't have prepped you more for the podcast. Anyone listening that follows our podcast <laughs> believes in everything you're talking about. And, you know, I got into the business in 2006. I got my license, and I was shocked as I went around and interviewed brokerages how little of training they provided. And if there was any training, it was how do you fill out a purchase agreement? I believe true leaders right. serve their followers by teaching them how to be just like them. I never had a broker say, hey, Jeff, you should start a team. And then, hey, Jeff, this is how you start a team. And then, hey, Jeff, eventually you should stop selling altogether and become a broker and then expand into other markets. Like nobody that I met had that thought leadership. Um, I read a lot of Gary Keller's content. And I love Gary on the front of the MREA book, Billionaire Real Estate Agent book. He said, it's not the money. It's about being the best that we can be. And so, so yeah. often we pour into our agents, not to help them make money per se, but help them be the best versions of themselves. And everything you're doing is directly in line with what I believe. So going into the next decade, you're doing the training and that's part of your culture. And I love everything you said to that. I have a fear that the virtual agent is going to continue to want to have space in the real estate industry, meaning they don't have to physically go to the office every day. They don't have to physically be held accountable in a face-to-face -face meeting. They could do it virtually. What are some of the things that your brokerage offers, maybe from a virtual standpoint, so that they don't have to physically be present every day, especially in, in Scottsdale, where you might have to drive 45 yeah. minutes to get to your office? Yeah, true. Um, you know, and we've tried to hire agents all across the valley just because it is a 50-mile radius, you know, 29th city conglomeration of 7.2 million people. Yeah, exactly. There were like 900,000 people when I got in the business. But uh, I think uh, to answer that, you know, our our this device here is basically yeah. the office. You know, um, when I started, we didn't have these. You know, we had... I think pagers, maybe. Uh, but, you know. And for anyone listening, he's holding up his iPhone. For anyone listening and doesn't see us. Yes. It's yes. the iPhone, man. It's amazing. At Thanksgiving, we went around the table and we said, each person said what they're grateful for. And, of course, everyone was saying the things you'd imagine. I held up my phone and said, I'm grateful for my cell phone. It's amazing. I can be anywhere in the yeah. world and run yeah. all my businesses. I can track my yeah. workouts. I can meditate. I can listen to music. I mean, it's incredible. So I, I love that answer. Yeah. One of the things we've done uh, a couple years ago, we put a studio in our office. So as a little shameless plug to anyone listening, for $97 a month, an individual agent can be a fly on the wall in our office um, and access eight hours of training content a month. And then a team leader can plug all of their agents into that agent training product. So our agents can attend live. Um, they can interact with the trainer anywhere in the world and or watch all the recordings. And we have about 108 hours of agent training in our database and over 50 hours. So I would suggest to anyone listening, anything worth saying, um, you only should have to say once because you should record it and then you can just hand it off to somebody else and let them watch it. It's a great way to onboard agents, but then it's a great value add. If you already have a training process in place, it's not hard to live stream it onto Facebook and then have all of those recordings kept in Facebook or Dropbox or Google Drive or 
whatever works best for you. Yeah, that's great. I think the, uh, you know, like we, we uh, we're, in fact, we're conducting an office meeting right now, and it's, it's uh, basically live. Our agents, um, you know, if we try to get them together on a face-to-face, we try to do one face-to-face every month. But, you know, to, to draw them in from all mm-hmm. parts of the valley, um, it's like herding cats. You know, it's just where they can log on, and we are on the same agenda, and, and they, they see the video. It's like we're, we're sitting right in front of it, like our office, uh, our meeting right now. Yep. You know, it's, it's yep. the, the age of technology is that now we have some agents, they need that environment, and, you know, we've created some space where, you know, they'll come in and they'll have their own space. Um, but there's, with the structure today, it's like you're meeting your clients that you're at, at the title company, at the house, at, you know, if you're listing their house, uh, if you're showing their house. I mean, they, you have all these opportunities of where you can meet, you know, of, of places that the virtual office, the, the office of the big brick and mortars, I, I think, will go away. Um, more and more offices will go virtual. That's, I think that's just the, the, the sign of the times. Yep. For anyone listening, I am 100% in agreement. I think you have to have a hybrid option. Obviously, the retail space has proven this. How long ago did all the retail spaces create an online presence so you could buy product online if you wanted to and return things for free if you wanted to? The consumer is going to demand it. The agent is going to demand it. So if you're not already doing it and you think the whole world is going to exist in your office, you are wrong. You need to have an option. Right. But I love the option. You know, you talk EXP philosophy where most of it's virtual. I like the mindset of having a hybrid option. So you do have a brick and mortar, but maybe you condense it to just 20% of the normal square footage you maybe would have had 20 years ago or 15 years ago. And then you give everyone that virtual option. And like you said, we're on a Zoom call right now. Zoom is super simple. You push a button, you get on a call. It feels like I'm in your room other than I can't go take your Arizona State banner behind you and throw it on the ground. (laughs) But I get to see it. It's right there behind your shoulder. Yeah, Yeah, right? Go Devils. (laughs) Exactly. Well, Randy, hey, um, real quick, and I, I don't do this often, but I want to wrap up. Because you've been in the business so long, what is a unique situation you found yourself in um, in your you know, tenure in real estate? Have you ever walked in on something mm. you didn't want to walk in on or discover a well, body in a house? You, got you know, I, fun I, I, uh, I, had, I had a buyer, you know, that uh, came in, and he was transferring in, and I had a seller and of course the seller was saying you know in arizona of course you know possession happens when it, the deed is recorded at the day of closing right so the the seller is is supposed to be ready and have that property broom swept and and and, and vacated and of course we have an agent that's doing you know three deals in three years and you know doesn't really educate her her seller and the moving truck shows up they open the, the garage and they're they're moving stuff. It's packed, and there's stuff in the house. And my buyer is confronting the seller, and I and in fact I I see this escalating. I jump in the middle to stop a fist fight. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you do what you have to do. So I I calm them down and said, oh. Look, guys, okay, so. This is not going to, you know, change. We have to deal with this. We can't deal right. with it with the cops right. showing up, okay? So, you know, you guys move in uh, the front door. You guys continue moving oh, out the gosh. garage, and let's see if we can oh, dance around each other. No, <laughs> and, and you two, homeowner and buyer, stay away from each other. <laughs> That's about That's the, right. Well, I think a lot of people probably... listening can probably identify. <laughs> 
Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. And I will tell you, tell you one thing, too. After 33 years, I had one uh, <laughs> seller that was out of country, and uh, he told us, look, we have to have this, this house vacated. There's a, this furniture and junk and stuff like that left. And, of course, we coordinate everything, said, good, let's get it done. And then the, the, the uh, movers showed up three days early, which they were supposed to show up uh, the day before closing. And then the family that was here local shows up with their movers to get their stuff. And it's like, where's our stuff? Oh, no. <laughs> That's why you well, carry we fun- an umbrella yep. policy. That's <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, hey, for anyone listening, uh, thank you so much for following this podcast. Be sure to go out onto iTunes and give us a five-star review and give a shout-out to Randy for giving us his time this morning. Um, I know he's missing a part of his office meeting for this, and I really appreciate you coming on the show today. You bet, Jeff. Also, just as a reminder, we host... Absolutely. This was great. We host a team building workshop and an investment workshop every other month in Omaha. So for anyone listening, if you want more information about those upcoming workshop dates, we have one at the end of January and one at the end of March. You can find all of that and more information about coaching at EliteRealEstateSystems.com. Randy, have a great day today. Go crush that office meeting. When you get tired of that cold in Omaha, come out to Arizona. (laughs) We are here. I'm there right now. I'm on a plane. Sounds sounds good, Jeff. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. Yep. All right. You bet. Anytime, bud.